If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Justin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Do a phone. Do Jill Scott. Do Jill Scott. Scott. You're here. I. <laughs> Welcome to the friends on your music and all mental health. It's mental health, it's mental hygiene. It's who in the hell wants to know. That's right. I, I just wanted to play the rehearsal footage for me practicing my Emmy Award winning speech of what I was going to sing oh, when I got on the stage. Please. That's the rehearsal footage for me, you know what I'm saying, practicing my big moment at the Emmys. Okay. Yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> give me my shit. That's what I would have said on this stage. And snatched that trophy out the uh the goddamn trophy model's hand. <laughs> bitch, give me my motherfucking Emmy. And went on about my business. Ain't even no joke behind it. That's all I wanted to say. Oh How y'all doing this wow. week? <laughs> I'm doing <Wow>. much better now. <laughs> <laughs> The I fact that they that. told her, do Jill Scott, do Jill Scott. And then she started. <laughs> For those who don't know, that was the lovely and talented Countess Vaughn yes. uh, imitating Jill Scott she years ago. It's a, a viral trip. video clip that if you belong <laughs> to our Patreon, you'll see. And I'll still try to post it on Twitter tomorrow. Anyway, how y'all doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are y'all doing? Asante, you were traveling. I saw you in, um, <laughs> back home. <laughs> yes, I that? am. I'm I'm exhausted. I was in Atlanta this weekend. It was a great time. Shout out to Mandy. Uh, she decided to Mandy. bring me along as Love she you, Mandy. worked uh, the Revolt so Summit. It, it's mm. amazing watching Mandy work, and I'm always in awe of her. So shout out to Mandy B. And shout out to Atlanta for being the movie that it always is. The get, <laughs> we stayed at the, the host hotel, and every night it was a movie. And you know what? Shout out to Tink and her assistant. Everything, everything was amazing. It, I just had such a great time. Atlanta was great, but I, I am exhausted. Hey, I just really, really like to go to sleep. But I also would really <laughs> love to do a great show. So here I am with you, lovely yes. people. How is your? I hope Tink's manager treats her like somebody. 
Oh my God. I'm done. <laughs> I'm with you, Asante, on being tired. I was telling Dustin before you came on that I spent the entire weekend in bed uh, mm-hmm. after being in New York for two weeks. Oh, yeah. Non-stop. You worked hard. It, I did. It was a very, very um, productive week, two weeks, I should say. So I could not get up. I got back to my mm-hmm. little bubble and just ordered food and stayed in bed. It was the best weekend I've had in a long time. So I'm with you on needing a nap. I know that's right. <laughs> but How New York is so fun. I miss I'm good. y'all. New York missed you. Shit, it was good yeah. to have you here while you were here. New York is a dirty, right? rough bitch. So it'll do that to you. When you get out of here, sometimes you need two weeks worth of bed rest. You know what I'm saying? You know what it'll I'm it'll saying? do that to you. But it's good, dog. It's good, yeah. though. It's good. Even being home in Atlanta, I was like, ooh, the air is so nice. Like, not that it's not mm-hmm. nice in New York, but it just feels different. Cause I mean, it's it, not nice. I always yeah. tell y'all, I, it's actually I, mean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I always tell y'all now about with the, the northerners when they would come down south, like, y'all got trees down here. Like, nah, I get it. Like, it's like you're not smelling like mm-hmm. the bricks and the buildings and shit. You smell like some fresh mm-hmm. air. You know, yeah. it's, it's still New York. I yeah, still get still excited to go home. And I'll be back again <laughs> in like two weeks. Oh, so right. Get, we on a roll. I get, I get my fix of Asante and Dustin for another month, which I'm excited about. <laughs> but Dustin. You say you can only take us in dos- doses. I can take myself in doses. <laughs> it's just how it is. Dustin, you have a black business for us this week, don't you? I sure do. And y'all might like, really like this one, right? So if you are in, in New York City or if you have um, a way to get to New York City and you're interested in some type of cosmetic work on your face, right? I have a black. Okay. <laughs> okay. A black woman who provides all these services. She's a, she's got a, um, she's a nurse. She's got a several credentials to her name and she's a celebrity injector and a skincare expert. Her name is Hazel, oh, wow. the beauty RN. And if you go on Instagram and go to Hazel, the beauty RN, you can find all of her information. Um, she's been seen on the doctor's show on TV. She's often Ooh. featured in lots of different things, but Hazel Bye. is the bomb. And you can go to hazelthebeautyrn.com uh, slash request appointments to, you know, make that kind of inquiry if you're interested. Again, you can go to her um, her Instagram and see several examples of the services that she offers. She can straighten you up, tighten you out, smooth you out, and make you look better than you <laughs> thought that you did. Okay? Oh. Um, and so check her out. Look up Hazel the Beauty RN and tell her Dustin Ross sent you. And uh, that's it. Hazel the Beauty RN. Damn. Noted, noted. So last mm-hmm. week's episode was titled, Dustin, You're an Endangered Species. <laughs> species. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're an Endangered Species. And of course, it was a shoot the shit episode. Those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? <laughs> um, I was in those Patreon streets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fr- how about you friend no i was not i was in the twitter streets this week okay good well you i he wasn't gonna pick this one anyway <laughs> shout out to queen king queen king said been watching smart guy with my son and i can't help but hear friends say who the fuck watches smart guy <laughs> it's us <laughs> we do <laughs> no. i don't know why that took me out that wasn't was, me i was hungry that day probably <laughs> you know it was it was like in a sea of comments of everybody talking about you and the Stranger in Moscow, that one was the one that stood out to me because 
you <laughs> that was already a funny moment to me before but then for you to do that on the show and everybody now talking about, don't let them bully you friend this is from sheldon williams by the way you got a lot don't of let support. them bully you friend stranger in moscow is the shit you, you did get a okay, lot of support you know what there was a Not stranger us, in moscow but you did get a lot of support <laughs> correct <laughs> accurate there was a stranger in moscow hive that pulled up mm. on me and i was very thankful i got tweets i got dms i got emails of people telling me to stand up stand up they said that they love that song too i actually have my comment of this week um go ahead and pull that up because <laughs> y'all not y'all not bully me marissa candace said friend zone y'all leave hey friend hey alone stranger in moscow was one of michael jackson's best songs written commonly discussed in music theory as one of the greatest ballads written it's haunting and emotional and transparent fran likes good music here's this last part she said literally a hee hee (laughs) i don't know why that took me out but and i will have you know that one of our musical faves, Sam Do, shout out to <laughs> Sam Do, <laughs> hit me Damn and said, so. I too love Stranger in Moscow. He said that that's actually his favorite MJ song. Thank you. Give it up for Sam Do. Y'all not gonna leave me you hanging. Know. Come on, Dustin. <laughs> we are, you know, we all players make mistakes too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know. But, you oh, know, the yeah. musical community held me down. So I appreciate that very, very much. <sighs> Shout out to you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dustin? What did you find in the Twitter street? Um, so shout out to, <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And it's probably going to reverberate through the whole episode, but that's okay. Literally. Um, <laughs> shout out to Hood Opulence, right? My homeboy. Shout hey. out to Hood Opulence on Twitter. I love Hood he tweeted, Opulence. That's my boy. He tweeted, don't so fuck funny. with the dials. And he quoted a tweet from Mikhail Street, who quoted um, a video clip from Taxi Cab Confessions, old school Taxi Cab oh, Confessions, right? Our and it was, yeah, it was of a, um, a, um, a member of the LGBTQ plus community was in the back of the cab. Oh, God. Um, mm-hmm. She identified herself as a transsexual or whatever. And she said that she was telling stories about having to grow up and be very defensive of herself. And it's not actually funny when you think about it, but the way she told the story was funny because she was saying how her mother had given her a butcher knife to keep in her uh, notebook at school when she started getting teased. And she told them that she told her mother, she said her mother told her, you keep that in your book. And when they come at the first person that comes at you trying to kick your ass, you tell them you're going to cut their head off. And she was like, so she said she did it. She's like, and I did it. And so then she said, as she grew up, she started keeping a meat cleaver in her purse. And so she said, she said that she was in a store and a man looked at her and said, you a punk. You a motherfucking punk. I spit on people like you. And she said, she was like, please don't spit on me. And she said before she knew it, the man was like, like the Missy song and like spit on on her. And she said it was running down her face. And she said the next thing she knew, she had opened her pocketbook and took that meat cleaver and laid it in between. And she said the taxi driver was like, did he fall out and bleed out? She was like, you know what? It happened so fast. She said all you saw was the white of his flesh. And they were in a restaurant. They were in a restaurant ordering food. And so then she said, so she said, I, I got my food and left. 
<laughs> I just wanted to say that's a just mantra. Just get your food hell? and leave. That's you know, there's always something positive and motivational in the stories <laughs> I choose to share. And so the nugget in this one is to just get your food and leave. Sometimes you know Not when you the nugget. nugget. Like the gospel song says, after after you've done all you can, you just stand. You get your food and leave. That's what you do. You go on about your business. So just wanted to share that with everybody. It's not a lot of tweets. It's just that one. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, Dustin. So mm-hmm. well, how do you segue from that story? <laughs> you know what? Speaking of that story, actually, because it sounds horrific. Um, mm-hmm. Someone suggested, I'm actually going to find the tweet next week because I want to give them credit. Um, someone suggested a listener that for every week in October, we should do a true crime episode. I'm so what do you guys it. think of that? I'm Wouldn't so that be so it. cute? Just in time for spooky season. I think that's a really funny, well, not funny because true crime isn't funny, but that'll be Sometimes, a cool way so to bring be. in. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> some of them do be fine. Oh. <laughs> oh so I think, <laughs> I think it would be. An interesting twist to uh, crime let's zone. Let's twist it up. You know, let's, let's do that. Up. So I'm gonna find the tweet so that make they get producer credit for that for that suggestion, right. and then we'll get that rocking next week. And like we mentioned, we will always have to kind of double up on the recap segment these weeks because we want to make sure to hit on Asante's episode from last week. So last week's episode, or two weeks ago's <laughs> episode, titled <laughs> "A Forgetful Mind." Um, Asante took us back 20 years to the top artists, songs, movies, and even heartthrobs. Where were you in 2002? So Asante, who stood out to you in that episode? Well, there were a lot of comments, uh, particularly uh, the commentary around Dustin's jokes, but I will leave those alone. Uh, well, I already <laughs> mentioned Shauna. This nigga said he looks like a Chico stick. Um, but I wanted to shout out V Mars and the SoundCloud streets. She said, or they said, speaking of hot air balloons, do y'all remember the balloon boy story? Them folks said they son mm-hmm. flew away in a homemade hot air balloon, but he was in the attic the whole time. Can I just say, this is so random, but I was literally just, I I, I talk about this every few months because as you all know, I always randomly sing lyrics. Cassie, (laughs) I mean, not Cassie, Nicki Minaj on, uh, I I don't even know if it was, she was on the Sweet Dreams, uh, Beautiful Nightmare remix. And I don't know if it was an official one or an unofficial one, but there is a verse where Nicki Minaj, she just in the middle of the song goes, you're like balloon boy, mama, you was never there. And so I always think about that. (laughs) So as I recited this lyric to someone, I had to explain to them the balloon (laughs) boy story. So (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about? She's like, (laughs) she's like, you're like balloon boy, mama, you was never there. I am the Kung Fu Panda. She just starts like going in, like, you know how Nicki go in, but that bar always just stuck with me because it did. So thank you, V Mars, for making me think about that <laughs> and taking me back did. to that point that you know I continue to revisit this year. Like MJ Doctor, you kidding? Oh, propofol. Another Nikki bar. Another Nikki bar. Nikki, look, friend, but tell him winning is my motherfucking protocol. Protocol. Okay? <laughs> No. I saw her at Rolling no, no, Loud no. Friday Live. <laughs> I, I was there. Great. <laughs> I was there. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was there. Um, I love Nicki Minaj. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I So I got bullied again during Asante's episode, apparently. Wow. Oh you guys God. have really what? been... <laughs> 
<laughs> Remember y'all were making fun of me because I said that I didn't know that blanket came from the dangling incident. And y'all tried to make me seem crazy for thinking that that wasn't true. So thank you to Marita Simmons who said, hey, friend, hey, do not listen to Asante. Blanket is a pet name Michael came up with that has nothing to do with the dangling incident. Apparently, he said this on Oprah. Thank you to the Blanket Hive. Thank you, Mitch. She thank also you. said, uh, "Thank you, Marita Jackson." She six. also said, <laughs> <laughs> "You a Jackson? How you know?" She, you said, know he, she said, "He does Biggie now or Biggie? I don't know what that is. Do you know what that who, is? Who does what? B i g i. Who? It B-E- says B i g i. I don't know. I think it's an app. Who does it now? Okay, blanket. Blanket does Biggie, whatever that that is. It's called Biggie. Well, there's Blanket another one too, Asante. It's another Biggie. one. It's a it's Bigo and it's another one too that's spelled B I G I. Oh, and then, isn't there right Bigly? Now. Isn't there a Bigly too? Big I was done at Bigly, I mean, you know, shortening the URL, so <laughs> we can just. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he called himself now. He still called himself Blanket. <laughs> Maybe he lets like his family and friends. I don't Did he come know. Out with I don't know this child. CJ. Like Blanket you know Jackson. <clears throat> so that's it. It's adult. <laughs> for my comment. <laughs> I am living proof that you need to stand standing your truth. I knew that that was not from the dangling incident and I knew the Stranger in Moscow was the top song. Look well, at Well, listen, me. that was on the website and it just <laughs> felt like it, I mean, it was the yeah, earliest I, I rolled with it. So, I'm just gonna yeah. be honest. I just rolled with it. You know? Honestly, <laughs> the earliest reference I could think of Blanket was Blanket dangling over the damn balcony. So I just assumed as well. I was like, oh, so that's how it happened? Well, that makes sense to me. I always thought that was just his name. because Sometimes you gotta keep it going. Name. You know what I'm saying? And whether it was true or not, it was so, such a good role. The moment <laughs> was so Mitch. good, I was like, "Fuck yeah. it, that's it, shit, yeah. blanket." Because why else? <laughs> I'm gonna just start telling people that's what it is anyway. So we'll continue to actually. <laughs> don't call me no blanket. That's a sad fucking name. It's you know cute. what I'm saying? Blankets don't do nothing but just. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like like blankets is just sad. Just down. Like, don't be calling me no fucking blanket. Who is you? If I'm a blanket, he said because he wants to cover. He wants to cover the world with love, like a blanket. You call me blanket. I'm gonna call you a bidet <laughs> <laughs> with your ass washing. You know ass. what? <laughs> Yo, if it's on raining, I'm gonna note. be like, "Oh my god, wet blanket!" Right. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we have a very, very special guest this week. A lot of you had been tweeting us for a while like when are you gonna have Haas back on and anytime Mm -hmm. uh, we have episodes where we discuss you know we do kind of like the year in review or just the reviews of our shows over the past seven years people always mention Haas and Tiffany the Budgenista (laughs) as like the most impactful guests that we've had uh, where their conversations just really hit in a different way and, and in ways that can really change your life and kind of even alter your perspective, your trajectory. We love that. That's what we're here for, to share those perspectives and have that type of conversation. So I'm so excited to have Haas back. She's going to be joining us today, you know. Yes. So welcome, Haas. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's been so Looking many beautiful. years. I was trying to, oh right? You look beautiful. For those Thank of you, you watching on Patreon, you get the treat of Haas looking <clears throat> super beautiful on her 1,000 yes. plants behind her. <laughs> My most lush plants. My jungle. You came in so like a glowing goddess. It was crazy. I was like, damn. I was literally in awe of you when you came in. I was Aww, like, wow. You're right? so sweet. It was Glowing. like you walked into a room and you logged in. That was crazy. That's right. It was the embodiment of it all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, mm-hmm. Shameless okay. plug. Shameless mm-hmm. plug. I love How's how you feeling? I'm so we happy miss you. to be here. I wish I was hanging out with y'all. I have so much fun when I get to hang out with y'all. So this will have to do for now. Yes, and it was perfect because right. you and I had been talking about you coming on sometime in September and literally the tweet started rolling in from our listeners. It's like they intuitively sensed it that Haas oh. was, you know, buzzing around because we started oh. getting the ain't it time for Haas to come on? Oh. When is she coming back? I was Friends like, y'all are psychic, <laughs> which is super sweet. Um, hey, but Friends So Haas and I... Right. Haas and I have been talking because your career online and even offline, really, just in general, has taken off in a way that I've said to you, I have never witnessed <sighs> Oh my God, with man. all the people around me that obviously all of our brands are growing. We're all kind of um, creating this industry as we go because it's it's yeah. all new. You know, the digital sure. space, the influencer space, whatever space you're in, podcasting, um, YouTube we're literally mm-hmm. creating it as we go. Yeah, so people absolutely. are yeah, expanding into different ways, in, in different ways, I should say, and creating yeah. different paths. And you've just been exciting to watch because you have been in, in your integrity throughout the whole thing, Thank you, but Fran. still growing so big that it's like, you know, you always think, um, especially like the spiritual community, you always sure. think that there's this sort of sacrificial element to it and people get uh, uncomfortable with money being made, you know, and, and sure. uh, should you be online in the first place and should spiritual teachers yeah. charge? I mean, there's so much that gets... Um, yeah. I guess I guess it, it gets charged at, yeah, in itself with the conversation consider. online. Yeah, there's a lot to consider. A lot to consider. Yeah, and a lot to a lot of opinions about what's the right thing and the wrong thing to do and how you should do it and a lot of right. opinions about what it means if you do it and a lot of definitions um about it. And I right. think one thing that's that I see that <clears throat> I'm aware of is that when you're so visible and you're trying to just play, you know, be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll dip my toe in this and see how I like it. People are so like invested in what you do that, you know, it's like that, that ability to just kind of play, try something on and have the freedom and the space to be like, oh, actually I tried that and it wasn't for me. You know, that didn't work for me or whatever. Right. People are, they right. expect you to have it all figured out ahead of time. It's like, sometimes you don't figure out something's for you until you try it. Like that's the whole point of being yeah. a creator. Yeah. You know? So I think there's this, um, I don't subscribe to it, but I see this pressure to every <laughs> single step you take to be so scrutinized and to be like, see, they're Man. doing da 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 now. And it's like, how do you know I'm not going to pivot back to something that maybe does feel more aligned with what you want to see me do and all that. But the, the expectation that we're supposed to fulfill all these people's fantasies all the time about who we are, instead of people just kind of stepping back and being like, maybe that's a phase or maybe that you're going to outgrow that or maybe da 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 So it's like, 
I, I'm definitely always in process around that. Um, but I do feel mm. like I have a really strong, like true North. And I always say, I don't have the luxury of like, um, like being in denial <laughs> because mm. like, I just have an agreement <laughs> with the universe that it. like, I'm going to trip, fall, you know, get my ass handed to me if I try to go too far in a direction that's not my direction. So, you know, thankfully, um, the, the the rug will get pulled out from underneath me if I try to do anything that's too misaligned with who I am. And, you know, that used to be really frustrating, but I appreciate it now because it does keep me in my purity Um and it doesn't feel limiting, you know, like it doesn't feel like I have to try to be perfect all the time or anything like that. Right, it just feels that. like, yeah, it just feels like the relationship that I have with myself where it's like the, the, my soul will check me. It'd be like, girl, get back, get back here. Where you go? We're not, that's not where we're going. <laughs> like, you know, like wherever people were like, however, however you had an idea about that to direction of success or fulfillment or happiness or whatever, like, let me snatch you back real quick and show you mm-hmm. what's going to happen, how lost you're going to get, how confused you're going to get and how you don't want to go there. So I, I am thankful for those, um, those moments of getting my ass banked, um, you know, and they're, they can be tough. Cause like I said, they're, they're, they're highly visible, but if you have a lot of just like <laughs> humor about yourself, not taking yourself too seriously, um, and sort of like are playful and curious about it. You know, I like to turn those moments into like teaching moments to use myself as an example of how, you know, I thought it was going to be this. And then when I got there, I got it wrong, you know, and to be able to see (laughs) that, I think it's important for us to establish a different relationship with making mistakes. You know, I think Mm -hmm. people are so, they feel so ashamed of like, getting it wrong. I'm like, no, right. you can't learn without making mistakes like that. Some of the mistakes are like some of your best like teachings come from making those mistakes because you, you didn't just hear about it in a book or read it or see it in a spiritual teaching. Like you actually you walked went through, through that it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So mm. it's like taking right. the experiences, I think, and being willing to take that L like that. I don't know. I think that makes you more real. Mm. Yeah. And I think the conversation that you and I have been having, I think, especially over the course of the year, is just how our idea of success continues to change, yes. you know, and, and the reason it's changing is because we're experiencing it firsthand yeah. and realizing like, OK, it's not so much that we because, you know, you and I joke around all the time, like, I don't like to work, but we do like to work. It's just that it has to be. Sure, <laughs> I was sure. like, wait a minute, speak for yourself. I like, I like to create. I don't know about work. <laughs> well, maybe not the word work, but we like to put things in motion and 100%. plant the seeds and watch what it turns into. And obviously yeah. that's going to be a different definition. But yeah. I think what we're realizing in the conversation we've had is just it's more so the systems that we're trying mm-hmm. to work in or create in that can kind of feel that friction of like mm, maybe mm-hmm. this is just not the world I want to play in but it's not sure. so much that I don't like to work or create sure. or you know um set things in motion because I had to kind of check myself because sure. I'll feel so overwhelmed 
But then I'll step back and be like, but I'm so blessed at the same time. And yeah. I'm so lucky yeah. and I'm creating and I work with my friends. Literally, I know. I've designed a life where I only work with my friends. And if I work outside of that, it's by choice because it's a specific project, but not because yeah. I necessarily have to. And mm-hmm. I love everything I'm a part of. I yeah. maintain my integrity and everything I'm a part of. So I'm not necessarily playing in a way that I don't feel aligned with or comfortable with. But I think that, you know, we have to learn how do we play even within systems that we're not necessarily interested in continuing being a part of or participating in. So at the end of the day, we're upholding these systems by giving them our energy, by giving them our you know, uh, creativity, Focus like they're, anyway, yeah, yeah so like they're, they're harvest, right. They're harvesting, <laughs> they're so harvesting our participation <laughs> and that's how we uphold it and yes. maintain it. But then at the same mm-hmm. time, we complain about not wanting me wanting to be a part of it. So yeah. it's like, I have to step back it's and both. be like, all right, yeah. friend, what's the plan then? What's right. the plan? Yeah. And that's something Wally even I have I I have so much to say um, about that, about all of that. Um, You know, I remember like probably like eight or nine years ago, my definition of success is being able to take a nap whenever I wanted to. Like I, I I remember that. that. I literally remember (laughs) tweeting that. And I remember, I just, I remember like there being all these conversations about what success is and, you know, you know, you're winning when a da 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 or, you know, when this happens, you know, you've won or whatever. I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just trying to put myself in a position where I'm not on a schedule, where I'm not mm-hmm. answering to anybody, where Come like on. I have the freedom to create when I feel inspired, not like when I have a deadline of like, you got to do it this by this time. And when I, when I, when I said that about taking the net, like, I think, you know, a lot of times tweet, like Fran, you know me. So it's like, when I tweet stuff, people don't know the context behind it. But Mm -hmm. when I said that I was, I think people thought it was a joke, but I literally was like, there's so many times where like, I'm a double Pisces. So I'm a, I'm very emotional. I'm a crier. I feel stuff deeply. I'm very empathic, mm-hmm. very sensitive, highly sensitive. Shout out to all the HSPs. But you know, <laughs> I, I, um, I'm also neurodivergent. You know, all the all the labels, all the all the trendy labels. You know, of all of them. But well, she's um, designer. <laughs> but I, but you know, for me, like taking a nap and and crying are like important medicines. You know, Ooh, and okay. when I realized there would be some times when my whole system would be like, I need to just turn everything off. I need to turn my brain off. I need to turn like e- everything needs to get turned off. And the for me, the like one of the best ways to do that is just go to sleep. Just yes. take a nap, just turn it all off. Like wherever oh, the momentum me, was going, <laughs> wherever the momentum, wherever train was going, I want to get off the train. I don't want to create yeah. more of this, right? But I'm not exactly sure how to turn the train around right in this moment. Right. And it's hard. So it's like sometimes you just need to go to sleep and wake up with that refreshed perspective where, you know, your spirit was off, like getting information, looking at other timelines, like working it out, you know, and I'm like, spirit, you go work it out. Because me here in this like human suit, I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) I'm dysregulated. I'm mad at everybody. Like, I just need to go to sleep. (laughs) So to have the freedom to do that. You know, and not have to worry like, oh, my God, am I going to get fired or am I going to like 
I remember I was like call out queen. I used to call out from Ooh. work all the time, every job I had. Because <laughs> one of my favorite pastimes like, used to be calling out. Because I could not I could not function in that like demanding way. Like that just did not, it did not work for my my energy, my life force, my spirit. But I knew that I was like I knew that I was someone who contributed a lot to whatever project I'm in. I just knew that the 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 way that the system wanted you to work didn't work for me. So when I was thinking mm, about right. like getting sovereign and getting free from some of the like the the, the 3D matrix, how it tries to siphon mm-hmm. your energy to like feed its its you know machine, I was like, first and foremost, mm-hmm. I cannot work on a schedule, you know. I, if I'm having a dream, if I'm having some like important dreams where I'm getting downloads and information and healings, I need to be able to stay in that dream and not go to work, you know? So, and if I need to go back, I'm I like, know, I know. If I need to go, telling her boss that she's like, listen, the dream was too good, child. Look, you don't get out there on that floor. Like, I slowly, I slowly made my way, you know? So like when I, when I, first got, I knew the first thing I had to go was like working on a schedule, you know, and I knew this next thing that had to go was, um, having to answer somebody. So I slowly started creating more sovereignty, more freedom, more flexibility for me to actually like be aligned with like how my creative energy naturally wants to express itself, you know? So that was why I say that, that definition of success for me, I remember that moment when I reached that when I was like, this is it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. made it, you know? And then I realized like, okay, getting to take naps is like, that's only one step. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. That's the first level <laughs> of just being able to live in a way where I'm nourished, I'm resourced, I'm healthy. I can put my well-being at the, you know, at the top of everything I'm doing is like my well-being, you know? You remember my, my business card used to say uh, professional relaxer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to teach people how to relax. Like, can that be my job? So I've had a lot of like forecasting of like, what if my job could just feel like being at the beach? What if I could just be a personal relaxer? What if I could da 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 da? And I played around with different iterations of this way of like how my energy naturally wants to be, how I want to express myself. And I've been able to get people to like want to join me, you know? Like I've, I've been lucky enough to get people who are like, Oh, you want to play in that way? Like, cool, sign me up. Eventually, mm. it started to take more of a, you know, a, a form that has like, you know, a bigger, a bigger kind of vision, you know, a bigger perspective, like a bigger scope of like, how can I be in service? How can I have this impact? You know, obviously still going to promote dreaming and napping and crying and all those like ancient technologies that I think are so <laughs> important to success. But again, it's like now I'm like, okay, now that I fulfilled those core needs that were missing, now I can take it up to that next level. You know, I can start to play Mm. in these other spaces of like, you know, being a business owner and doing events and like maybe writing a book and this and that, having my own school and being a gardener, you know, like all these things that came from first and foremost, like the first step, which was like, what do I need for me? Like what, 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 if I could create an ideal life for me, what would that look like? And I'm so lucky and Fran, all of us were so blessed that we get to like do work. That's just being ourselves. Amen. Yes, yeah. Lord. Literally. You know, we're so <laughs> yep. blessed that we get to do that and that we get to sustain ourselves through just kind of like 
people being curious, like, well, how did you do what you do? Can you teach other people? I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. It is, and it's and really I, important to me to express gratitude. Sorry, friend, to express oh, no, no, gratitude for that highs. I'll be on that yeah. gratitude shit real heavy, like, because I know that this is a blessing because yep. I, I know what yep. it felt like to live otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Sure and I'm, I just, I make it a priority to express my, to express my gratitude for that as often as I Amen. can. Dustin, like, mm-hmm. I forget on. people, I, I, I sometimes, I forget that, I forget, like, going to a job you hate. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of people's reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I I really have to like give thanks sometimes because I'm like, no, I don't, I remember that, you know, and I have a lot of compassion yeah. for that. That's that that is the reality mm-hmm. that a lot of people are in, you know. So I like for sure lots of love and healing to people who are yep. just like I'm getting up every day and I'm just got having to y'all. I used to sell insurance. I don't know if y'all know that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the funniest like mm-hmm. story to tell. I remember- <laughs> I used to I used to work in an insurance agency. I wasn't good at it or anything, but it is what I had to do. Like I was like, how do I make sure that I have what I need for myself, my family? Like, and that wasn't that long ago, Haz. I no, think that's some people. Yeah, it wasn't. What was that? Maybe six years ago? No, maybe it was six like or nine seven years ago. But it was really? like yeah, yeah. seven. She's like, no, girls. I'm no, almost a decade. Three. Okay. It was a while ago. But you know, it was. It's still. It's still in my back. My back remembers right. having mm-hmm. that corporate job. I can still sometimes go in that posture because it can like, and that's the thing I was talking to Fran about, about what I really wanted to talk about today is like lately certain aspects of my work have been starting to feel that like time to make the donuts where you like wake up mm-hmm. and your body goes into autopilot. Mm. And yeah. I realize, okay, something has to change. And again, like mm-hmm. I said, there's, I have those like, you know, those checks and balances in my life, thankfully, to be like, you know, if you keep going in this direction, it's not going to feel good. That's right. right. You know, because so we're recreating. Been, I've said yeah. that, too. Even as an entrepreneur, you can recreate the same schedule, the same exhaustion, the same overextending that you would 100%. in an office. Like it literally yeah. won't change just because it's you spearheading the movement. Yeah. now. And that same need to yeah. like push through your limits. You know, right. that same like overriding your body and your spirit kind of being like, no, it's nap time. So that's why I was like, I got to get back to my naps. I got to take it back to ground <laughs> one. Like, you know, like to just what what feels sustainable. 
And actually, this week was a really pivotal week because I have a lot of big opportunities coming. Um, and for the past couple months, I've just been turning opportunities down, down, down because I'm like, I don't have the capacity to take mm-hmm. anything That's else real. on my plate. Mm-hmm. And there are a few things now coming that I'm like, oh, that is a yes. That's a yes. Okay, we're I doing love that. that kind of stuff. Okay, yes, we're doing that. And I'm like, and if that if that means there's a lifestyle change, then, then so be some it. stuff's gonna have to go. Some stuff's gonna have <laughs> yeah. to change. We gonna have to, you know, trim the fat because because damn it, I'm yes. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been for the past couple of weeks really evaluating like what are those things that it's time to let go of and playing around with certain aspects of my business. Like maybe it's time to let that go. Maybe maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Like what direction do I want to go in and trying certain things on? Be like, yeah, that was my jam for a minute, but does that still feel right? And it can't be right. because it's making money. For me, like I cannot keep something just because, well, oh, well that's, but it's, it's, make, it's making money, it's successful. It's like, nah, that's not my definition of success. Right. 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 You know, because if, if, if the only if the only thing I'm getting out of it is that it's making me money, that's not that's not that's lack. That's not abundance. Mm-hmm. That's not right. well. You know what Especially I mean? Especially if you that's don't feel good, like you said. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Right. So that's yeah. recreating the system. That's like that's recreating the system in just a new version. Yeah. And that's the thing I say, like the old paradigm, it gone. It's just gonna find new version. It's gonna rebrand, remarket itself. That's real. And you gonna be the one, you know, cre- recreating it. You can't be like, oh, it's the man. It's it's white supremacy. It's the the cabal. No, it's you. You know, it's it's not just capitalism. Now you're like enslaving yourself. And so we really have to be, you know, not hyper vigilant, but just very aware. I feel for me of like feeling like, why is it feeling like I'm back working at the insurance agency? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Something right. off. Just over schedule. And, and yeah, <laughs> that's some real shit. Hans. <laughs> no, that is real. You know, when you talk about that, it makes me think about I, I, the transformation from this show, from like going from a job that I hated to, working with my friends and not only working with my friends, but traveling with my friends and not only traveling with my friends, but like you said, the majority of people out there, they don't have jobs that they enjoy. So when people that enjoy our show say to me, they're like, it's so amazing to see your transformation. That's inspirational to know that I could give somebody just a piece of what I've experienced Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. hope and pray that they could, you know, surpass me. It's just hard when you're like leaving those old systems and then you're not even cognizant sometimes. Because for me, leaving that old system meant a lot of like surface things. And then like a lot of other things came along with it that I started to notice later. 100%. But how do you. It, cre- it creeps in because, like, again, it's like you're 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 weaning off the system or whatever, and you're like your body's relearning new things. But I still feel some of those traumas from being there or those triggers oh. when I'm in certain business situations. And so, well, not really anymore. 1, but like, I used to be in some of those situations and be like, "This feels like I am right back there. How does this no. change?" And no, then to be able I, to have propelled that, I totally feel you. I mean, like, I think it was earlier this year that I was like. I did not sign up to have an office job. Okay. Like I'm like, <laughs> even, even if it's your office, no, it's still no, an office job. Hell no. You know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's, I just recently um, started, um, you know, seeking out some business advising and things like that. You know, I was talking to this um, local nonprofit 
and they were asking me what other um, kind of business training I've had. I said, none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I'm out here playing and it worked. Okay. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Business training. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like when I do trainings, it's herbalism or energy work. I right. do business training. But I realized right. what that, is business training? Yeah, like I the realized fuck you finna teach me how to do. I, I'm like, I realized that <laughs> I realized I was like, you know why I haven't really spent a lot of time like like doing business training? Because I don't really see myself as a business person. Mm. You know right. what I mean? And I haven't mm-hmm. really ever really fully owned that role. Mm-hmm. And I see that. You know, I'm like, I've always tried to hand that role off to somebody else. And it's never worked. And I realized, I'm like, okay, I see what's happening here. I see that the universe is like, first, you got to fully own it because nobody is going to be able to come in and run your business the way that you want until you have like, until you have like mastered that formula and that blueprint for yourself. You know, once you've fully done it, then you can be like, let me train you exactly how I want to do it. I keep waiting for someone else to come in and, and, and tell me how to run my business. And then every time right. they tell me, I'm like, that ain't it. That ain't right. <laughs> I want to do that. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, that thing when it's like, Fran, I know you experience this too. When it's like, oh, the reason I can't find it is because it's up to me to create it. Like I'm going right. to innovate mm-hmm. something that's like a, a synthesis of just like the way that I want to be in relationship with other people, with life, the way that I want to be in service, the way that I want to be in relationship with money and community and like my peers. So it's like, I, I have to give birth to a model that works for me. And then when I fully land on that, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I have a good amount of like, I have a good idea of what that is, but I haven't really let myself fully step into it. And I realized that that's the thing that needs to happen in order for me to make space for these other opportunities. I have to fully own, even if it's just for like a minute to be like, I am a full on business person and I own that. Yeah. And then it's like, then I can move on to the next thing. So it's just like an initiation that I realized that I've been avoiding. Um, yeah. Because it's not really, it's never something I planned, but it's, it's right here. It's like, how you never plan to be a business person? It clearly is here. <laughs> right and I and I just had a um I did an episode of the woo with a good friend of ours who's an artist um shout out to India Sean and and she hey India and she turned the mic on me which was awesome Mm. because she was like what made you leave your dream of making music and the music industry and I said to her really it was the business of it And at that point I was too young, you know, I was a teenager and I didn't have the voice or the capacity to battle those systems that I knew were misaligned with me. And I didn't know at that point, how am I going to create my own in an industry that is already so set in its ways? And it's like, if you're going to play the game, you got to play the game. There's, there was really no way in my mind to create my own path Mm -hmm. or own version of that. But then it was funny because she was like, yeah, but you did do that because you removed yourself from that system, created your own platform mm-hmm. <laughs> where you could literally mm-hmm. put out music now and like have the same yeah, effect, something. you know, it is something. And, and yeah. it just it kind of just, you know, tying into what you were saying. It's like it's always the business side that made me shy away because I'm like, I don't move like this. Yeah. I don't even get even yeah. in the, the business I'm in now in the digital space. I've never had a manager. 
because yeah. whenever I've tried to have who's one, who's gonna manage us? Who's gonna manage us? Like they don't understand what I'm trying what? to do. And there's a, and there's a formula. <laughs> yeah, there's a formula that people uh, is it's kind of tried and true, and it's like you gotta use these templates and this sure. blueprint, and that's how you make it. As opposed to like this new trajectory I'm trying to create that hasn't been seen, yep. hasn't been done of, of, of doing business, of staying yeah. in your integrity of maybe saying like, imagine me telling a manager, um, I need to take this weekend off to kind of like realign <laughs> my energy. They'll be like, girl, what <laughs> you have Listen. shit to do. You have this schedule, you have that. And I know that already because I've worked with people that they weren't a direct manager, but they were yeah. indirectly managing me. And I could see how there was a disconnect in how sure. they viewed the way that I run my energy when I'm working, you know? Yeah. And so to avoid having that friction or misunderstanding or me feeling like, damn, I don't want to like, feel like, do I have to switch certain shit up to like make shit work? I'm not doing that at this no. point in my life. So that's no. why I just manage myself and it's yeah. worked out no, <laughs> very well I, for me. I really like, I feel that so much. And I feel like the reason why, you know, it, the, the, thankfully for us, we have like, we're so like such visionaries, you know, mm-hmm. that we will actually, I think people think, I think people wonder how we operate. Like, I'm like, I think I realize that a lot that people are kind of like, how are you doing what you're doing? You know? And I'm always like, magic. (laughs) But the reality is, is that like, I'm in a relationship with like life in a way that I can only explain it, you know, in a way that I get direct like guidance, you know, like Mm -hmm. I channel, I channel direct guidance. I see visions. I see timelines. I see future possibilities, you know, whether you want to call it intuition or channeling or whatever, I'm not attached to that, but I get dreams. I get visions. And a lot of times when I get a dream or a vision, there'll be a part of me that's like, how? (laughs) how you know but the reality is that i've done it so many times that at this point i don't have that same level of doubt i just know i was like okay i guess i'm just going to ask for a miracle then because you showing me this you know i'm being shown this for a reason i know that because i'm being shown it that it's possible Right. Mm. I do have, I thankfully have like tools and techniques now for when I get a vision, like how do I actually put that seed in the ground? How do I nurture it? Like what are the steps that I do to kind of like bring that into like physical reality? You know, thankfully I do have those tools now. Um, But the thing is, is that like, I do have, I am being guided by something. It's not just yeah. random. Like people think it's just like you randomly came up with. And I talk about New York Mystery School, which just <laughs> what they think. What do they think? What they think? How? I think. I think, <laughs> think you know, just random. <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, I think people think that you're doing what they're doing, which is watching other people. Right. You know what I mean? I think people think you're watching other people, and the reality is, is like when I started New York Mystery School, which just passed five years. I. You know, I had, I was having a recurring dream. Oh my God. <laughs> Not it's that this, no, it's a horn that he is just, just so it's excited. It's an air horn, but coming. this episode is so dignified that I did not want to taint it with, a, with that kind of ghetto mess. But just know, okay. 
It's all next week. I appreciate it. Back to you, that. Um, I can't. No, like I, when I, I was having a recurring dream that would not go away. And the recurring Mm. dream was that I had a school for X-Men. Now I didn't know what that meant, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the time, (laughs) you you weren't there in the dream, but you can be there now. But in the, in the, in the dream, I kept having this like vision of people coming to me that were having these like gifts and abilities and things and they didn't know how to use them and they didn't know what to do with them and that it was really me providing like a safe place for them to figure it out to explore to like come out of the closet to be like I can see energy or I can see auras or I can da 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 and at that time I was still doing like one-on-one energy work energy healing sessions and I would have people telling me this all the time you know or coming mm-hmm. up to me after an event and be like I can see spirits. I can talk to ancestors. What should I do? How should I, you know, and they would, for some reason, feel like I've never told anyone this, but I felt comfortable telling you this, you know, mm-hmm. and I, no one would say anything to me that would surprise me, weird me out, freak me out. You know, I'd be like, girl, that's nothing. They'd be like, have you ever <laughs> seen a past life? I'm like, every day, like, have you ever <laughs> heard of, did it, you know, and I just, I was like, you know what, this is, there's a lot, there's enough of these people coming to me that like, let me create something. Let me create a community where we can all try to figure it out together. And I remember now, great, it was five years ago. I was like, I'm going to start with timeline jumping. And I remember thinking, who's going to want to hear about me talking about timeline jumping. And so many people were ready. They were interested, you know, and, and, then, signed and thankfully up. the yep. community has just been thriving and growing and, and all of that. So I say all that to say, it's like, I get these, I mean, I have visions now that I know are going to be five years, 10 years, a couple years down the line that I know people are going to come in, the right people are going to come in to support it, the right resources are going to come in, you know, and, and thankfully I have that connection with my intuition that's so strong, just like you do, Fran, where mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have to just come up with stuff, you know, I just mm-hmm. have to show up for the, the, you know, the work and the vision and get myself ready and get myself in tune to kind of be like, yeah, I'm going to let this creation come through me. I'm going to let this vision happen because I know that it's going to be something that I need that others benefit from. It can be something I've never seen before, but that doesn't really matter. Right. It's, and so for those who are listening, right. That are like, okay, how do I, create that relationship with life you know where they they no longer want to just be on autopilot and they no longer want to be in a job that they hate every day they want to wake up and feel excited and like you say design yeah they want to design a day that feels like them like this is what my ideal day would look like and feel like and this is what I would be doing so what are the first steps like how does someone even lean into that yeah so you know, first of all, I feel like everybody needs a toolkit <laughs> and that, that no, really, but like that toolkit is the techniques that work for you, right? Some people mm-hmm. that technique will be meditation. Some people that technique is going to be cannabis. Some people that technique is going to be, you know, going and doing ayahuasca. Some people that <laughs> technique is going to be, you know, everybody has their little toolkit that is like, this is that thing that helps me get in the zone. You know, this, Mm. like where I'm at right now, this is that thing that helps me 
tap into like something that's greater than just the everyday worrying about how I'm going to pay the bills like that. You have to get off that frequency to be able to connect into like imagination and creativity. And, you know, it's a, it's a frequency bandwidth, right? Like when you're in that mm-hmm. frequency bandwidth of like uh, survival, right? That's important. We're not going to shame survival, right? Like we, survival no, it is, got us is, here. It got us here. <laughs> it got, our got me here. here and all that. <laughs> right. But you have to realize that, that like, that's its own like realm. And when you, if right. you stay in that narrow channel, you're not going to be on the frequency. It's like a radio dial, right? You're not going to be on the radio station that's broadcasting like creative ideas, creative ideas. This is why throughout history, there's been inventions that have happened simultaneously on other parts of the world. We're not in communication with each other. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. how did they, how are they building pyramids over here and over here? Right. It's because there was a broadcast that was being sent out and the people that were on the radio station hear it. We're picking up on it, and they got to work. Damn, mm. Hans. <laughs> I never thought about that shit. Like, how the fuck was they making pyramids yeah. over there and over there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There <laughs> so, wasn't no internet. Yeah, so you can, see, you can see, even online, sometimes, if you're watching certain people that are really tapped in, they're talking about the same stuff. Now, granted, mm. now, now, there's, there's, I say bottom feeders. They're watchers. <laughs> they know who to watch. You know, they know who to tap into to kind of be like what they're talking about. Right. Like, you know, yeah. Like it's that mimicry. Like they're like, they're talking about now I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to rearrange the words a little bit different, you know, Mm -hmm. but you can see those people that are really tapped in that they're like, they're, 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 they're saying the thing that, you know, and that's why people are always like, how did you know how I was feeling? How was this so on time? And I'm like, right. guys, it's not because I'm like special or have some, even though I am special, but it's not, it's not because <laughs> it's not because it's, it's just attunement, you know, right. and I've, tra- I've trained my radio dial to be able to tune in and tune out, kind of be like, let me get that. That station is noisy. That's a lot of noise. There's a lot of people just saying the same stuff. That station is set on fear. I'm not going to listen to that. That's the collective. They ain't talking about nothing right now. You know, uh, the celebrity gossip, blah, 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 whatever. T- tune the radio station to whatever channel you want to be on. Right. Mm. And some people, they don't like that because they're like, you're tuning out what's going on in the world. You tuning out. Da, 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 da. No, but it's like <clears throat> I, I don't like I don't watch the news because like, I mean, you know, because I pick up on stuff. Right. I still get glimpses of stuff. I still pick up on what's going on. I don't need to spend all day long looking at violent images online and all that. Like my nervous system, that's not helping nobody for me to disassociate. Right. right. You know, right. it's like, but if I can get enough like information about kind of what's going on, you know, a lot of times I can feel things in my, in my energy body when the collective is going through something really heavy or intense or dark or dark night of the soul, I can feel it. And I'll already start putting out the solution. I'm like, here y'all, mm. here's the freak. Here's the vibration of like, once you're done processing that anger and that grief, like, and, and when I do that, people get really annoyed because they're like, you're not tweeting about the this. You should be tweeting about, you should be posting information about da-da-da-da. And I'm like, okay, in a week or so, you're going to really appreciate the thing that I'm saying. And you're going to see that it's not because I'm avoiding looking at the heavy or dark stuff. It's that I don't need as much time sitting in that 
to come up with a solution. I know to tune to that. Okay, where is the station where they're they're tweet they're broadcasting the solution? How do I get there? And that's why I say everybody's got their toolkit for that. Mm. Right. You know, everybody's got whether it be innate going in nature, you know, going and getting body work, meditation, you know, taking a nap or whatever. We all know what our permission slips are. We all know <laughs> that thing that allows us to like tune in to be like, okay, this is a problem. Where's the solution? Mm. You know, but some people look to other people for their solutions. And I get that. I, I understand that. But for me, I'm not on that, you know, because right. again, a lot of the solutions that I tap into are going to be things that are going to be unique to like what works for me. So I want to get the solutions right from the source. You know, I don't want to get the solutions just from other people. So if I can't hear that, if I'm in a state of confusion and I'm not in my clarity, I know, I know my tools. A lot of times for me, it's going into nature and it's going within and it's not being externally focused. It's, it's going deep within myself and like processing whatever is coming up for me my fears, my emotions and moving through that. And then being like, okay, now it's just time to be a channel. Mm. And now let's go into this conversation you and I had about permission slips, right? Uh Where, and this, and this kind of ties into even my conversation with India Sean on the woo, where, you know, clearly she, she turned her frequency on to this dream of being an artist. She got far, she's, she's in it. She's embodying it. She's like an incredible singer an incredible songwriter. So she's put in the work to make sure that, you know, um, that it's cultivated and it can really blossom in the most beautiful ways. Right. Like the, the, what do they say? The 10,000 hours have been Mm. put into it, (laughs) but now she is at a point now where the label has Mm. become Mm. the permission slip to make her feel whether she's worthy or not of Mm. being Mm. a quote unquote successful artist of being quote unquote, a good artist. And and it's sad how you can tune into these things that you already know, but somehow we wait for this external branding or external Mm -hmm. validation, even down to like you were saying the other day, certificates and licensing and whether you're signed to a label or not, like all these things that really take away from what you feel and know inside. And they, like you said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you called it permission slips that all yeah. of us tend to now give our trade our power for. So how yeah. do we yes. how do we deal with that exactly. when we get to that point? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this idea of permission slips is like it has to do with our our belief systems of like what is success or like what is happiness or what's going to give me, you know, that feeling. And we forget that we generate that feeling inside of ourselves. You know, like a really Mm. great example of a permission slip is that like a permission slip to feel love is when someone is in love with you. Right. Mm. So it's like unless you have that person that's in love with you, you don't let yourself feel love. Does that mean Mm. love is not available? Does that mean like love isn't all around? No, it's just in your definition of what gives you permission to feel loved. And to feel lovable is when someone has you focus as their like center of their attention. So when you can, when, when you use a permission slip that way, it's going to limit you, right? Because if you've given it that definition of like, I can only feel and receive love when someone is in love with me. Well, the, the, the thing that broke that up for me is when I had a child, 
you know? <laughs> and I'm like, and I remember at the time, like, I remember my partner, like, kind of being like, what y'all, y'all just like madly in love, huh? You know? And it, it like, it shifted my whole perspective because I was like, wow, I can just feel and experience love all the time. It's like from children, from animals, from plants, from the, the, the lady on the street that smiled at me. Like when I don't, when I don't equate that belief system to that permission slip of feeling and experiencing being worthy of letting love in only when I'm the center of romantic attention of someone, right? It's like, that's when we, that's when we like limit the channel, you know, that's when we close mm -hmm. down the channel, whether it be to ideas or love or inspiration. We narrow the channel down to like, once I get signed to the label, then I'm successful. Once right. I get da, 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 right that we give these things these meanings in these definitions, and then we limit ourselves to say I can only feel that way once I have achieved this thing, once I have this thing in my hand. And what I was saying, a friend earlier to you was that a lot of these permission slips that I had, once I got them, I was like, well, I feel the same. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I feel like I've, I'm the same me. So I'm mm -hmm. like, why did I need that? Why did I need that certification? Why did I need to be able to like get that initiation? Or why did I need that blah, 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 right? It's like, we've given these things, these meanings in these, and they're, a lot of times they're really arbitrary. They're really super random. They're like things that we uh, were taught as a child, obviously, it's like, once you right. get this, you know, once you, you know how fair, once you meet six figures, why is this so random <laughs> to be like, once you get six figures, da -da 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 -da. and then you meet this, and then you meet the six yeah. figures and that's not enough. Now you're like, I need to double that. Or I need this specific number like, in my savings. We, 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 we randomly assign these definitions of things that we don't really know what they are. We just come up with them and we're like, right. once I get that, then I'm going to be happy. You know, right. and so what I was saying is like, you're really the permission slip, you know, right. you can, you right. can flip the permission slip at any point in time and be like, I'm giving myself permission to feel successful. I'm giving myself permission to feel love, to feel whatever the energy is that you think this outside thing is going to give you, you know, you can give, you can find that within yourself. And then guess what? That stuff starts coming and it starts coming in different versions that you never even thought about, that you never even knew existed because you were so limited in like what you thought you were trying to manifest or what was on your vision board. You know, once I get this six figure, you know, it's like, do you know <laughs> how many other types of resources there are besides money? You know, do you know about being land rich? It's like, you know, there's so many other things. Community rich. Community yeah. rich, ideas rich. Like there's so many, once you have like expand your definitions of like what you give yourself permission to experience, like it just opens everything up. So I say, you know, there's, there's, I always talk about this, like living your best matrix life symptom symptoms, you know, where it's just like, you have all these arbitrary pictures on your like metaphysical wall. And it's like, when I get this and I get this, all these things, when I achieve them, 
then I'm successful or then I'm happy or then I'm lovable. But you know what's interesting is I see people all the time, myself included. I did this, so that's why I can talk about it. Um, <laughs> you know, you see people that get to that level of, you know, for a lot of people, the the most exciting and expansive thing they can come up with in their imagination is fame, money, and that's it. Fame and money. That's their life. Right. Those are the two. If everybody could have what they wanted, they would have that, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, that ain't all it's cracked up to me. So it's like, <laughs> open your imagination because I see people get those two things and then they're not happy. And then they right. don't know what to do because they never created a definition of success that actually came from their own heart. They were following a template that someone else arbitrarily came up with. You know, so for all the people that are for all the people that are out there like that have those definitions that they're reaching for, I don't think those are wrong. If they're truly aligned with you, if they're true if like because the thing is is that there are certain people like one of my teachers always talks about the Dalai Lama, right? It's like the Dalai Lama is famous. You know, he right. like that's his that's his his path. His path is to be like known by everybody, you know, globally known by all these people. Right. And it's not because he was seeking fame. So the reality is some people do like their destiny and their path is to become highly visible, highly known. Right. So if that's truly the direction that your life like wants to take you in, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So it's not right. saying don't shoot for that. Or don't feel drawn to that. It's just check in and really find out, is that where I want to put my focus and my energy? Because I would hate for you to get there and it'd be like, this wasn't what I wanted. Why did I yeah. think fame was what I, why did I think popularity? Why did I think, why did I think getting signed to this label or getting this deal? Right. or get, Why did I right. think, and it's just that thing, it's just those permission slips. You know, and I think this is one of the biggest cheat codes. Honestly, it's like if you can realize like how to play around with this idea of permission slips and give yourself more permission and not from a like, um, not from a fake it till you make it place. Not talking about that. I want to make that clear. But to (laughs) truly figure out, you know, what do you want to feel like? How do you want to feel at the end of the day? And don't be attached to the only way to feel like that is if I'm famous. The only way to feel validated is if da 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 da. Because you could end up being someone who has such a big impact on a smaller group of people and you feel so fulfilled and nourished. And it's not because Hell more yeah. people know you, but it's because the actual people that know you are, you know, their lives are transformed by the work that you do. Like that may be the feeling that you're actually seeking. You know, as a teacher or, you know, a mentor, you know, a community leader, like there's so many other ways that you that these like these roles are so like diminished in our culture. Mm -hmm. But there's so many ways where it's like that teacher that had that impact on every student's life. Like think about how they feel in their heart. Like maybe that's really what you want to feel. And it's not actually fate. This is the friend zone. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? 
It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Right, right. And I found that the busier I am and like the bigger things get, I actually feel more disconnected to that feeling. Absolutely. You know, because once, because then there's more business attached to it. There's, and that's the capitalist model, obviously. It's like you supposed to hand off (laughs) the Mm -hmm. essence of who you are to quote unquote keep the machine running. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, Sometimes I feel like that's what creates the exhaustion in me. It's not so much the amount of work that I'm now having to manage, but it's more so how far I start getting from like, why I did this in the first place, which was the connection to people to feel like, uh, you know, I've never cared for popularity, but I have always cared about impact. Even if it's down to like the most simple wellness segment, but at the end of the day, if I could provide ease, if I could provide Mm -hmm. something useful or some Mm -hmm. perspective or put something in your awareness or just add something to your day, that means a lot to me. But I feel like the bigger I get in business, there's less of that. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot less of that. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. service. You know, it's to me, like what I hear you saying and what I, because I know you, you know, it's yeah. what I what I know about you is that like you really love being in service, you know, yes. and you're Taurus. So you're not about right. to do that service is sacrificing, right? You have not it, at all. You have it calibrated <laughs> to that, like, I'm gonna give service, I'm not gonna be you know martyr, you know, or any of that, um, you know, or like bleeding heart, you know, I'm gonna give service from my overflow. And I think it's perfectly yes. calibrated for who you are. Right. That's why you feel so fulfilled, because you've calibrated the giving and receiving in the right balance for who you are. And you've calibrated the quality of the kind of service you want to do to be able to feel that impact that like reverberates back to you. Like I had the intention and the impact matched. The reason that people get out of tune with that is because, you know, it's like we get addicted to things outside of ourselves. You know, Hmm. we don't we don't spend enough time at the end of the day kind of coming back at night and evaluating like what 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 was fulfilling about my day for me when I actually do that practice of gratitude it's the simplest things. You know, it's the simplest things that I that that bring me joy, that bring me pleasure, that bring me excitement, that meet that Mm -hmm. have the most meaning. But that's Mm -hmm. why I say this process of evaluating where you've given meaning, where you've given value, you know, and where you've given the definitions of like a fulfilling life, a meaningful life, you know, a life that's lived like deeply, you know, we've given the meaning to things that are so random, that are so arbitrary, that are so outside (laughs) of ourselves. When it's like, when we come back to it, you know, and it's like every night I try every night to watch the sunset from my house and just mm-hmm. sit in gratitude and and appreciate, like, how did I get here? You know, Amen. what did it take yeah. for me to get here? And it's like that, just being able to sit, the view that I have, and to be able to, like, watch the sunset from my view is such a fulfilling experience. It's not about how many likes I got or how many, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so simple. But we, we don't take the time 
to create a life that's actually filled with things we love. We chase things we don't actually love or actually respect. It's like we chase fame. We don't respect fame. (laughs) Clearly the internet will show you that. We think it's a a means to an end. Sometimes it is, right? But it's like when you get attached to it as if it somehow gives your life meaning, that's when you've gotten lost. Right, right. And it's and it's true because I I just finished um, I just came from New York from working on a two week production. And obviously the production itself is like great for my career, all these things, the money, fantastic. But what I at the end of the day, when it wrapped and I went back to my hotel room, the thing that lingered the most about it was the people that I had the opportunity to work with, like the opportunities that that was, is going to give those people, you know, down Mm -hmm. to the young lady that created our art. Like she is a listener that Mm -hmm. I happened to connect with. And I'm so happy for what that means for her and all the crew and even just how everything went so well like Mm -hmm, to be mm -hmm, on a team of mm -hmm. at least like 15 20 people and everyone came with their a game and everyone was so grateful to be there so that created an energy of like love and excitement and every day was so great to be there Asante you popped in and you saw like the energy was just so beautiful I was I just kept saying as many years as I've worked in production I have never been a part of such a beautiful grateful kind loving thoughtful team like we've managed to put together in this in this last trip and that to me felt like a testament of my energy too you Mm -hmm. know like when Mm -hmm. I'm manning a Mm -hmm. ship this is what Mm -hmm. a ship's supposed to feel like yeah and it just let me know that I'm like properly calibrated and like you said on that frequency of even though I'm playing within this system this is still how I'm gonna make sure it always feels and, and that's what mattered to me. Yeah, that's what mattered to me. Like, yeah, the production's going to be beautiful. I can't wait for it to come out. And that's important, too. But really, it was just that feeling of like, damn, like life feels good when I think of it in, in those terms for me. Yeah. Because that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think if people start to pay more attention to exactly what you said, it's like, why did this moment, what was it about this moment that felt so fulfilling? You know? So good. <laughs> and then, yeah. and like, kind of examining that and seeing and letting that reveal itself to you to be like, okay, you know, if I was going to recreate this, you know, what about this felt so good? Oh, it was the right Mm -hmm. people and it was the flow and it was the synchronicity and it was the moment of feeling like, you know, the collaboration, like you get what I'm saying. And like, we're we're actually working together and it's not, it's not competition. You know, when, when you find those, that that recipe, (laughs) you know, when you find that recipe, that's that template when you realize that there are certain things that sure wealth, popularity, fame, da 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 da, does it give you access? Hundred percent. But if you're directing those things as a tool in the wrong direction, it's not going to bring more happiness. Right. You know, if right. anything, for me, like this work is about getting more refined. You know, it's like I have this soup that I've made for I don't know ten years, and. At one point, I was like all about like perfecting like the ingredients, you know, and then it's like as I started to like, you know, I kept just refining and refining, refining it. And then I got to that point where I was like, you know, this is a masterpiece, right? You know, and it's like it's, <laughs> you, you might not think about that as like a success, right? 
But it's like, it's a creative process of now when I have guests coming over, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make that soup. They're going to love it. I'm going to nourish them. You know, they're Mm going to be like, wow, what's in the soup? You know, and (laughs) that feeling of like nourishing people with, you know, years of like trying and being in the lab and experimenting and like getting the calibration right. Like to me, that brings me a lot of joy. That brings me a lot of fulfillment because, you know, and it's not, I think some people misunderstand taste level, you know, like Mm. I, I spend a lot of time refining my taste and it's not just because, you know, it's about popular brands or, you know, this, it's not that it's a feeling, you know, it's a particular quality of a feeling that's like, I always say, when you have the right people in the room and the food is right and the playlist Ooh, is right and it's like nothing compares. It's just like that, like <laughs> that to me is like one of my definitions of success is being Hell able to yes. curate, curate a vibe and people feel it and they're like, I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> you know, it's like mine too in like intimate, you know, space. <laughs> intimate, yeah. But I feel yeah. like sometimes when I'm like, oh, the like I forgot to add the da 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 ingredient or oh, I wasn't quite right or blah 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 you know it's like but when it all comes together you're like mm. man that was a high it. like none other yeah. and yeah. that's it I think that segues perfectly into the last thing I wanted to bring up which was plugging in those energy leaks right because Ooh, a lot wait. of a lot of which is a term that Kaz taught me years ago <laughs> and it is and I think why I'm sure. able to create spaces now with mm-hmm. communities and mm-hmm. crews, whether it's in business or friendship or whatever, is because I have focused on making myself feel that way so that yes. I know how yes. to yep. put that out externally yep. and then everyone else feels it when they are yep. around me and when they work with me. And I think it's like you've always said business is business but you're the one that can control what that looks like what that feels like by how you run your energy in your own body when you're in business and that comes into this concept of energy leaks which you have taught online and in your school before can you kind of break that down for us and like the importance of what that means yeah I mean it's like the way that I approach you know this work is like it's all about being an instrument you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to tune yourself as an instrument. And like the, the kind of metaphors I've been talking about a lot lately is like, I've been going, listen to a lot of live music. I've been around a lot of musicians my whole life. And when people play together, you know, and like you're in tune, but someone else is out of tune. You're like, Oh man, like we could not, we good. couldn't harmonize. <laughs> like we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't create music. We couldn't create magic together because like you were not in tune. Right. So imagine like everybody comes together. Everybody's in tune. Nobody is trying to siphon off of someone else's energy. You know, like everybody's connected to their own flow of creativity, their own connection. They're bringing their own, you know, like their own love, their own vision, their own resources, all of that, as opposed to like, and I know y'all know this, but y'all, I'm sure y'all been in spaces where there's that one person in the room, maybe it's you, probably a lot of times (laughs) it's you, but like that one person in the room is like, they're just radiating and broadcasting a certain type of energy. That Definitely. is magnetic, you know, it's as <laughs> magnetic and people can feel it. And you're like, what mm-hmm. is that? What are they doing? Right. And it's not, it's, it's it, you, you may choose to express that energy in a particular way you dress 
in a particular way you look, but it's not about how you look. It's not about right. what you're wearing. You could be wearing whatever and you're going to make it look good because it's like something in you is you're wearing that dress, not that dress is wearing you. Right. So it's like right, right, you're right. bringing through your own, like your own life force, your own energy, your own, you know, your own magic, your own light. And when people see that, they're either really drawn to it or they're repelled by it. You know, right. if they're operating in their false self and they have all these like facades and all that, and you're just bringing in that radiance, you know, people can be really repelled from that or they can be drawn to it. Like, I want to take, I want to take some of that. You know, I want to get some <laughs> of that. Right. And the reason is because it's like, think about it like a battery, you know, and it's like, if you're, if you're a little battery and you're connected into the big battery that fuels everything, you're like, you're bringing that energy pure in, you know, but if you're always plugging into someone else for inspiration, mm. if you're always plugging into on the internet to be like, what should I do next? Who should I be next? Trying to figure out what what's the I latest win? trend? What's the latest right. trend to follow? Like you're always late. You're always mm-hmm. late. You're always late. If you're doing that, I'm right. sorry. You're always going to be late to the party. <laughs> You know, you're always going to be just a little off. And some people that don't know energy might not know that. So you might could get away with it. But people that really are tuned in to energy, they see that. They see through that. And and, and, it's, and it's not from a judgmental place, but really at the end of the day, we have to plug up those energy leaks. We have to see, though, because if you're someone who's chronically low energy, and I'm not talking about low vibration. I'm talking about low energy. You don't have any energy to do anything. That's a problem. You know, Mm. that means that you have relationships that are not aligned. You have probably you're nourishing yourself in unhealthy ways. You're barely functioning, you know, and it's like because what you what when someone comes back from a retreat or vacation (laughs) and they're glowing. right? It's like, why is that? It's because they've gotten away from all of the things in life that's draining them. Mm. you know so it's like for me that's a really big lifestyle change to look at and kind of start to be like you know and again with a lot of compassion is am I getting am I giving more to this job than I'm getting am I giving more to this relationship than I'm getting you know and if there's things in your life that you know just drain your energy whether it be like not getting your car fixed, not cleaning your house, things that every single time you interact with the clutter in your house or whatever, it's again, it's not just the systems oppressing you, you know, it's those things that actually like, cause I always say energy is currency. You know, when we look at our energy as a type of currency, it's like, what am I spending my energy on? Am I spending my energy on, you know, something that actually is making me brighten my light? Mm. Or is it something that's dimming me? And how do we start to like give ourselves more permission, you know, to move away from those things that aren't really like, they're just not feeding us. They're not nurturing us. They're not, they're not, Mm -hmm. they're not giving us the right type of fuel. You know, we fuel ourselves in these artificial ways. And then it like, we don't have enough light to radiate out, you know? So it is, it's those, those energy leaks. A lot of times, you know, when I used to do private sessions, I would look at relationships. You know, if you're in a relation, if you're in relationships that are constantly in conflict, you're constantly little energy jabs, people making little remarks to you, undercutting you, you know, those things actually damage your aura. 
You know, if Mm. you're constantly not having good boundaries, you're constantly letting people disrespect you, like all of those kinds of things just create chronic energy fatigue, you know, and you need your energy to, if you go create that next timeline or that next project, you actually need your energy for that. So, you know, this work about seeing how precious your energy is and starting to make, I, I just tweeted recently, I said, if you have to go through a period of loneliness to up-level the caliber of people you're spending time with, please know that it's worth it. That's real. Mm-hmm. I was just going to mm-hmm. say that too, because once you step into who that person feels like and what that looks like and how you move through the world, another challenge of, of that is that the people around you, there might be some friction, whether Girl. they, and it might come from them kind of being like, what the fuck are you on? You know, yes. or them just yes. not knowing how to hold space exactly. for this new person that is trying to kind of pop oh, out. Yeah. Whether or it's, they're relating to an old version of you. They want you right. to be the and same they don't because know they don't want to change. Right. And then sometimes, you know, it can be this feeling of like, there's just a misalignment now. Like, I don't really know how to be your friend as this person. And and it it can be challenging. And even in in the smallest ways of people cracking on you about the new ways, you know, and and a lot of us will take that. Yeah, a lot of us will take that sort of deprecating humor as like, oh, you know, my friends are like that. But it, Mm -hmm. it, it weighs on you after a while because you're like. I'm trying something different, you know, and like I would love for my friends to to honor that and respect that in a lot of different ways, you know, and I'm thankful for my friends that have seen me be weird or go in this direction or that. And they're kind of just like, that's just friend. And it just is what it is. You know, Yeah. if you think about your your energy bubble, like your aura as a bubble and people making little remarks, literally poking a hole in your energy and your energy leaking from that. That's what an energy leak. That's what I'm talking about. Like a literal, like leak, a literal yeah. leak in your bubble and your energy is just leaking out. And, and, and if you're constantly like having people do that to you and you're like, why do I always feel deflated? Like, well, right. people are literally what do you think? <laughs> damaging like your, your shield and like your energy. So that's the thing. It's like, there's certain things that naturally replenish that certain people do being in nature, all of that help. But we also create our own energy leaks too. It's not just other people, of course. but that is a big right. part of it is like allowing, allowing that kind of thing to continually happen. Those little energy jabs at you that, you know, are a little bit disrespectful, you know, mm-hmm. not, and not setting those boundaries with people. Um, you don't have to cut everybody off, okay? Like that's not always the first <laughs> right, way right, to go. Right. But you know, it may be a conversation. You know, it may be right. taking space, spending less time, maybe moving people from the friend category to the acquaintance category. But you know, you really have to start to look at you know the relationships and not be um, afraid of letting people go. Yeah, I get Ooh. that. Because even if I, I moved because of that. Not saying I moved mm-hmm. from my friends, y'all. <laughs> but- wow, so the truth comes out. See, I'm here wow. to start telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn, but you know, you know when, <laughs> when your body, when you know you know your body is asking for something yeah. different yes. you know yes. your body is asking for more your mind your energy everything is like this has been great like i yeah. fuck with new york and she it can't got stay away from y'all too so and i right. can't obviously i've been back. back like every month 
That's that energy but you was I, talking yeah, about radiating. But That's I why knew, she can't stay away. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had to step into a different timeline, like literally, yes. figuratively, and in, in every level, if I wanted to to go deeper into this up. work that I'm yeah. feeling. Yeah, and it's like New York wasn't giving me that feeling anymore. Living mm-hmm. in those apartments wasn't giving me that mm-hmm. feeling anymore. I was like, mm-hmm. how can I? Like you said, when you when you're creating your kit, right? For me, like mm-hmm. I know that being in nature yes. is part of that, which yes. is funny because I would always travel on vacation to feel that way. And I was like, why do I need to go on vacation to feel that way? Girl, why I've do I need like I was like, how are you yeah. still in New York, girl? You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, why do I have so to you, go on like a weekend trip? <laughs> the real truth comes out. Uh, now we know but you know what I mean like like, why do I have to wait for like weekend trips to Joshua Tree like why why not make that my life where like I can take a 10 minute drive on a Tuesday if I feel off or I feel like I need some connection and so it, I had to be brave and leave all my friends 100%. and leave my family and everyone I knew to make sure that like I was in position to really be closer to what I want to be and what I want to feel. And, and sometimes it's hard and who you want to be, you yeah. you be and who I am. Yeah. Right. So that's, I had to and, make that choice. Yeah. And it's and not you know, easy. Like I'm here with no, no. friends, you know, like yeah, it's not friend. easy at all. It's not, no, it's not I, easy I really at all. appreciate you saying that because I do, I do see, there are a lot of these decisions that really, if we're really listening to our soul and we're really stepping out of the box and stepping out of these like limited bandwidths, it does require us to be brave. You know, it does 1, require us to, you know, I always say like, you know, the comfort zone isn't actually comfortable. You know, uh-huh. it's uh-huh. like, we, we know we, we have to get it's out just of familiar. this. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's familiar. Yeah, it's just familiar. So, we have to really understand that feel what that feel so it's I'm not saying not having safety, right? Like we still don't have safety, but that of feeling of being comfortable, a lot of times what it is is stagnation. You know? Mm. And it's life, mm. it's like life's about to get boring. That's what it to me, I feel it. It's like if you don't switch something up, life is about to get real dry and boring. And I know for me, like I, I like really following that that creative impulse because I know that that gives me energy. Yeah, it's you know, true. and I don't get energy from other people. I'm not I'm not set up to drain other people from energy. Some people that's their main source, you know, of that's how their taste buds are set up. They like to drain <laughs> other people from energy, you know? Like for me, right. I don't I don't like that, you know? So I I need to follow that inspiration. I need to follow that like where are we going next? What's next? You know, and it's not yeah. a ch- it's not a chasing thing, you know? It's right. a it's a calling. You know, right. it's like life's right. calling me out. Like, there's more for you. There's more for you. Come yeah. see, come see. I, I have to follow so that. Real. I don't know if it's a free spirit thing or whatever, but Probably. I have to follow that. <laughs> you know, and it's true because I what pushed me to move. Sorry, Asante, I'll let mm-hmm. you go. It's it was I started feeling like ground Groundhog's Day in yes, New York. That's like it. That's I was exactly like it. I was waking like the movie. Our I woke pilot. up in the morning mm-hmm. and it was like. I felt so exhausted. Like I was like, this is, this schedule is so boring. Like it was so, it was so specific and it's the same apartment and I'm waking up to the same wall and I'm waking up. girl. Yeah. Like, and then I go outside, yeah, I go outside Mm -hmm. and walk the same street to get on the same train to get, and it just, I don't know what happened, but one day I literally had like a slight panic attack where I was like, if sure. I wake up in this fucking apartment one, one more time, day, one more I day, can't, like 
I just couldn't. I couldn't. And the same thing happened to me, which made me move from Harlem to Brooklyn in the first place. So I know that I was sort of finding my way, but it just was like, yeah, there was you a were point where it was you like were loosening the tether to New York. Yes. Right. You, it was like because like, I was in Harlem my whole life. Yeah. yeah. And so even yeah. to move to Brooklyn for someone outside of it, they might not think that that's anything. But anyone in New York <laughs> will tell you that's a big move. <laughs> yeah, Fran, it is. A, Fran, I was a literally I was literally going to say to you, this feels oh. like because, you know, we talked about, you know, work, but like this feels like releasing that you're scared to leave your job you know you mm-hmm. go there all yep, the time exactly. you know makes you money exactly. and then even on the other end sometimes you make work friends so you're comfortable hanging out with your friends at work like yep. i remember mm-hmm. coming to brooklyn and being like this feels new it feels different i don't know what it feels like it didn't feel bad or good it just felt like all right this is something like like new uncharted territory like a new area for me to learn sure. a new uh, like place a to new find. neural pathway for yes, your brain too yeah, like yeah. a new that street yep. a new a new mm-hmm. path to walk you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like yeah. all that mattered. And I've been journeying through that for the past few years in Brooklyn. But I, the key thing for me was space. I was getting more space throughout, you know, every transformation or new apartment oh, well, in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so to get to the apartment that I'm at now, it's just that. Child. Baby, baby. <laughs> you know how it's maybe. I think you'll be proud. I think you'll be proud. Okay. Send me you know, pictures. But right. it, it's like, like you said, there was something better waiting for me because there were yeah. so many years mm-hmm. that I was like, I, why would I live in Brooklyn? And then I finally moved to Brooklyn mm. and there was a lot of mm. like up and down stuff with terrible landlords. And then, then to get in a building where I'm like, OK, they're going up on rent, but I love it so much that I just got to stay, Like <laughs> you know, like yeah. as opposed to being like, mm, I can go get something more affordable or I can get more space. But I do feel like friend, like after living here and having more space, I'm like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'm going to have to make more money to afford something bigger here mm-hmm. or go somewhere mm-hmm. where I get more for my buck. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm seeing more sure. in my future. So I'm just exploring what that more could be. So I love that, it. I feel and that I have to add I on. T- I have to add on to that for you, too, because if you've noticed, Asante, you've been saying this apartment is really expensive, but I love how it makes me feel mm-hmm. being here. Mm-hmm. And just in you saying that out loud, Asante's been getting a shit ton of opportunities of now. I was yeah. going to say, I already know. I already know. because You know what I'm saying? The because they're coming yeah. in to make sure that if that's where he wants to be, he exactly. is going to be able to and stay there. And yeah. that, I want to say, like, you actually said so much in that, Asante. Like, I know I can't break the whole thing down, but actually a lot of times when we're expanding, like who we are is getting bigger there is a feeling of, I need more space. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like the box that I was in. And I love that you had a literal, like you had a literal like experience of like, I need more space in my house. But I literally lived in a room. So it literally was a box. So when I said I needed more space, I needed more. You couldn't, you couldn't stretch creatively, mentally. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. Sometimes when you change your physical environment to have more space, you know, you feel it on an energetic level and you're like, that's what I needed. I needed to stretch out more. I actually, I'm bigger than this. Amen. I, I outgrew this relationship in this form or I outgrew this job in this way. And you, you can, however you felt that in your body of like, I know I need more space. Take that exact like feeling and notice whenever you feel that in a relationship, in a job, in a city and know that that's like what your, your, your inner self is like. No, you are. You already have outgrown this. We already yeah. have something mm. else for you on the other side. The resources are going to show up, and all of that. And that that exact thing that you said, like that's the thing I wish people could tune into. Is like when you have outgrown something, 
You know, it's like it's because there's something else already ready for you. Yeah. Right. Because it was the same feeling from leaving my job. Cause I was, cause yeah. I was scared to leave my job. Like it was Hell the same yeah, exact that's feeling. It was yeah, safety. That's like safety. The, the show was doing well, but of course, you know, podcasting was still new territory. So it was like, okay, the show's doing well, but what does that mean? I know I have this job. It's open uh, Sunday through Saturday, yeah. so mm-hmm. I know I could always have that. But then it got to a point to where it was like, okay, well, all of the people here are negative. Sure, <laughs> they don't. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. everybody, everybody sure. was there to show up to be there, but everybody hated it, so they downed it the mm-hmm. entire time they were there. So mm-hmm. that brought me down. I it felt like you down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. felt, you know, friend, that feeling that you had with the cast, uh, the, with the crew, and everybody feeling like it was all love. I felt like I had to try to do that exactly. every day I went to work at the same place right. that it was like clockwork, where I wasn't getting this uh, compensation, any of that. I wasn't getting any inspiration, anything. So to yep, have left exactly. that for a job where I have great relationships with my friends. We make great money. We make great impact. Yeah. Like we have, we feel great. We get to travel and like do other things for other people that are really directly in front of us. But, you know, pre pandemic, post pandemic, mm-hmm. we're still able to reach mm-hmm. people and grow. It's yeah. just amazing because that feeling from that job, I remember feeling that moving to this apartment. Cause I remember like looking for places and, and doing the application and I knew I was going to get it. And people kept telling me I was going to get it. But I was like, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to accept <laughs> it until, I until told you, it's been I accepted. Told you, I already as soon know. as you showed me, as soon as he she, showed me that apartment, I said, oh, this is yours. Yeah. This is yours. <laughs> no, it's like, that's the thing. I mean, you're, you're, you're actually saying so many really key things in, in your own way. And that's why I love talking to y'all because I'm like, even mm-hmm. though y'all don't talk about knowing about energy, y'all always talk it's about science, energy, though. you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's really about getting comfortable stepping into the unknown. I think mm-hmm. Fran, mm-hmm. to come back around to Fran's questions, like for people that are like kind of stuck, stagnant, you know, in the box, in that one bedroom apartment, whatever their version of it is, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what do I do? You know, it's like a really practical thing you can do is start dreaming. You know, you Mm. might think that's nothing, but it's like those dreams start to kind of like show you what's possible and show you that like, you know, it's, it's kind of cliche at one point. It's like everything you want is on the other side of your, your comfort zone or whatever, but it's like really (laughs) true. It's like, but you have to get over this thing of, of being able to step into the unknown and realizing that it's not only on you. You know, it's like a lot of times we think we have to make it happen. It's like there's something bigger than you that's calling you. That's why I said it's a calling. And when you learn how to listen to that calling, you're like, I don't know how it's going to work. Y'all, y'all got this. okay? (laughs) but I'm just the instrument. But I know when I start seeing that synchronicity, when I start seeing that serendipity, when I start overhearing somebody like saying like, you know what? I just moved from this old apartment and then I'm like, oh, God, it's happening. The magic. (laughs) Yes. When you know, you're like, it's it's happening. (laughs) That's so true. And and also, like, once you step into that new trusting that you belong there. Ooh. You know, because I think that's a big Ooh. thing, too, that even coming here and having this house and being in this neighborhood, there was a lot of energy of like, man, what am I doing? You know, and even sure. opportunities that have come in that have been just as expansive as my life mm-hmm. is now, like literal yeah. dream opportunities that I'm working on that I'm like the first day I had to tell myself you wouldn't have gotten this opportunity if it wasn't exactly. for you. And like, trust yep. that like you, you've been ready, 
you know, you've you're you've been prepared. And the reason that I guess the opportunity and, and me aligned is exactly. because there's something there, you know, yeah. and yeah. even Your if I might not ready. feel ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if I might not feel ready, just lean into it and trust that I will expand mm-hmm. into being ready and just like trusting all of that. Because I think that's been the scary part, too. Like you dream all these dreams, everything comes yeah. and then you're like, oh, shit. I know. <laughs> yeah. That, we we got to talk about that the next time of like when everything, <laughs> when all your blessings start showing up. When your dreams come true. Yeah. Now, now what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> third world problems right yeah. Bahaz thank you so much if thank there's any y'all. last words that you can give those listening because I know people yeah. are always so thankful for just the way that you can explain things and break things down like any last yeah. words for those let listening me just, let me see if there's anything else I want to share with people yeah I mean yeah. I feel I, I, I feel like um, the thing you said Fran about ultimately like these times right now, they really do require a lot of courage. You know, I don't want to downplay that at all because that's so real. Um, And I know the difference for me. I'm thankful. I know the difference between the kind of success that's like on the outside looks good to everybody else. And the kind of stuff that at the end of the day, I'm like, these are my prayers that were answered. You know, Mm. that kind of life, there's no judgment for me, but it's like, if you, if we're as, as much as you can go is like, you know, the highest ideal I have is creating that life that looks good to everybody else, you know, go for it. That that's, that's, that's fine. But if there is something in your heart that says, no, I want more, you know, I know that I need more. I need those relationships, that life, you know, that career, those experiences that are like more than that. You have to have courage. You have to Mm. be willing to have people doubt you, to have people tell you're crazy, to have people, (laughs) you know, like second guess you. Misunderstand you. you. Yeah, be committed to misunderstanding you, like looking for every single little thing they think you can do wrong. Like, you know, and it's it's a a big waste of energy, of course, because at this point I'm like, who gonna check me? <laughs> other, other than God, it's like other than right. God, who's gonna check me? It's like this is happening. Yeah. I've, a couple times I've had to say like this is happening, y'all. Like I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna yeah. keep going for it. Like yep. it's and, and it's because I have like developed the tools and the capacity and the resilience to be like every time life knocks me down, I'm gonna use every single thing that happened as an opportunity to grow. You know, I'm going to take the L every single time, but I'm going to use every single thing that I can from that experience to grow, to learn, to like become more of my authentic self, to become more loving, to become like whatever, whatever it is that is like wants to be expressed through me. You know, that living that kind of life, you know, that it really does take courage and if you if you've never had that modeled for you, you don't even know what that looks like, like just start start in small ways to make those decisions that are scary. Like you you think like you can never live without that one friend, but you know something is off. Like just right. start to imagine life without them. Like start to imagine life moving. Start to imagine use your imagination to open up your mind, to open up your heart, to open up, to let the universe know I'm not really fully ready, but I'm, I'm getting ready to be ready to take those (laughs) next steps to something that's more meaningful, more rich, more real. And, you know, 
you gonna you gonna get knocked out. Like that's just what I want to say. Like I don't. We make it look. We make it look easy. We make it look. It ain't all the dream. All that kind of stuff. But don't <laughs> yeah. think. Don't think not getting knocked down means that you're doing it wrong. That's just life. Yeah. 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 We love what did so you tweet the other day, Haas? You said um, that your teacher, you asked your teacher, I'm experiencing some yeah. of the most beautiful yeah. things and I'm yeah. experiencing some of the most awful things. What yeah. is that? And your teacher said, that's life. Oh, that's just life. <laughs> you know, that's just life. Yeah. I, like, I really love that. Of, you know, a lot of times there's patterns that reveal themselves, right? It's like, you know, for example, like if everyone... It's let's say everybody in your life you're in conflict with, right? It's like there's on the one hand, that could mean that like you're that alcoholic and everybody's trying to tell you you have a problem, you're the problem, right? <laughs> right. It could all it could also mean that you're really deeply healing on a on a relationship level where all of those patterns that came from your family that you then recreated with your friends, that they are they're not gonna work anymore. You know, so getting yeah. getting Getting comfortable being able to read what those patterns mean is to me is a really important tool to mirror back to me, like what's being shown to me. So when I, I was like, this is the best of my favorite things are happening right now, but some of the most difficult things are happening. I was like, what does that mean? He was like, that's life. It's just life. You know? I love that so much. I love that. So simple, but so deep. But Haas, thank you. I don't know if uh, Dustin, Asante, any last thing you want to ask or any last words? Just want to offer gratitude. You didn't done it again, damn it, Haas. You done it again. Okay. Another incredible episode (laughs) full of so much knowledge. I've been just been sitting here listening and thinking and shit the whole time. (laughs) So thank you. That's all I want to say is just thank you. That's it. Yeah. No, and I want to just say to people, you know, like, I I really appreciate y'all. I really appreciate everything that y'all do. I have so many Thank people you, that sis. I know that love y'all's podcast. My, like, so, <laughs> some of my mentors, like, listen to your podcast. They're like, when is it going to air? I can't wait to listen to the friends. You know, like, Thank y'all you, do yeah. so That's much crazy. good. You, I mean, Thank I love every single episode I've been on with y'all. So just mm-hmm. thank you for having me back. And thank welcome. you for sharing space with us, Haas. Like yeah, our listeners yes. are always so thankful for your knowledge. And like I always say, your ability to pull complex concepts and make us feel like we are able to apply them. We're able to live them. And then obviously you living by example. That to me mm-hmm. is just the greatest testimony that of your magic and your medicine and mm-hmm. your work. And I'm excited to see you continue expanding because there's a lot on the way. <laughs> I cannot wait. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you so we much. love you. Such a love blessing. Yes, much love. We love you so much. And those of you listening, we love you so much. We hope you mm-hmm. love this episode. Listen to it five times, like y'all are already mm-hmm. gonna say you did. <laughs> and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black Bye. and protect your magic. Bye, y'all. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.